Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Hello. Hi, David. It's Kevin Davis here. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, well, great to chat, and uh, glad we were able to find another time that worked for both of us. Um, yeah, And actually, glad, glad we uh, were able to switch up uh, which song you want to talk about. That's kind of the whole point of my uh, Behind the Song ministry is kind of personal connection, scripture, and I love, obviously, 6123. I hear kind of the, the scriptural context in that song. And, uh, yeah, I would love to hear a little bit um, from you about the songwriting story and personal message of that song to you. Yeah, well, let me start with the songwriting story. Yeah. Um, but by the way, it's it's great to be back with you. Um, I yeah, like seeing agreed. your uh, your little history there. Uh appreciate that. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of amazing. I've been doing it for ten years now, and eight hundred and forty songs or some something in that range. So it's Whoa, like that's, that's insane. Yeah, it's been cool um, on this album release for us they're all everyone's saying you know i'm sure you don't remember me but i want to do another interview with you um and a lot of people for some reason didn't review our middle record um they did our first one and now for this for this one they're back on board so um so but everybody i remember it like i remember where i was sitting this one guy said i'm sure you don't remember me i'm like are you kidding i know exactly where i was sitting when we had the interview so um so yeah so it's cool so anyway all that to say i'm excited to be back with you Oh, for sure. And by the way, we did talk about your middle record, as you know. Yeah, you you guys did. Yeah, you okay. guys did. You had all three. We we did diamonds, right? Uh, actually, for the middle record, we talk about you. Uh, you're the best thing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Which which was also cool. I mean, because what I've liked about our conversations is you're intentional about what you're doing, and that's kind of the whole point of what I'm doing. <laughs> so so keep up that work, yeah. please. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, um, okay. So the songwriting story is actually, I have no memory of writing this song, <laughs> Oh wow, cool. which is funny. Um, a lot of times if I get an idea and I'm sat at my piano, um, in my living room, which is where I'm at now. Um, cool. Um, I will just start playing and singing and usually, um, or if I get if I get a good idea, I try to grab my uh, recorder and you know just my my what is it the voice memo app on my iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so we're getting ready for the record, and uh, it was in May. Uh, no, I think I think April. And um, I'm sat in a coffee house, and I'm just reviewing all my songs, and um, I wanted something that um, felt very cool. And but I wanted something that was definitely Christian and that that had a message that would encourage people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, well, we got some great songs on this record, but I like you're saying, I wanted one that was a little more intentional. And um, and I had some, but they just weren't feeling like. Uh, sometimes when I, it's funny, like <laughs> for me, if I try too hard to write like. Um, I don't know, a Jesus-y song, I guess you might say. Um, if I if I force it rather than sort of experience it out of my walk with Christ, it just sounds so forced and, like, unheartfelt, right? Right. So I had a couple of those, but I was like, okay, none of these is feeling quite right. And so I just started listening back through my three, like, I think it's 272 voice memos over the last three years. <laughs> wow. And one by one, okay, listen to this, okay. And some of them are as long as 16 minutes long. And so it's like, overwhelming the amount of ideas and, and they're very unformed and so it's all everything 
ah, you know, kind of feeling. And, um, but all of a sudden I hit this song and it was like, it was pretty much there. Like it came right in. It had the, it had the verse, it had the chorus. Um, there was one glitch on the chorus where I changed some of the chords because I was like, okay, that doesn't flow. But like, in essence, it was like already there. So in like one day I sat down and I, I tweaked the pre-choruses and just changed a couple words here and there. The next day I demoed it. The next day I took it to a producer and he had a rough thing like up and running. Like it was so easy. It was crazy. And it was just like this song was meant to be. And then, you know, I get it to the record label. They listen to it. Boom. And first thing they're like, yep, this is the single. Crazy. Just it felt like very much like it was meant to be. Cool. And I've so never had a one of those ever. one of those God moments, like he basically yes. is the author of the song, more or less. It really felt like that, yeah. Because I don't even have a recollection of thinking, oh, I wrote this really great song, hmm. and I'm holding on, I'm saving. Because a lot of times I will think that I'll do a voice memo and I'll think, okay, put it on my to, hey, come back to that and clean it up a little bit, and but this one, I don't even remember that moment happening. I mean, I have documented physical evidence that it did happen, but... <laughs> right, exactly. That's cool. Well, I mean, because, you know, David, uh, your namesake uh, from the Bible, uh, yeah. you know, was a, song, was a songwriter. Uh, we also know David uh, was, was a little emo, is kind of how I like to think about <laughs> him. Um, I actually am quite uh, inspired uh, by that kind of songwriting approach you know this idea that that god has these uh has these um attributes right that and he has this this way this heartfelt way of uh communicating to us and then our hearts can basically overflow back um kind of what that means right and i think a lot yeah. of that what i'm hearing in in the, this song and what i'm hearing in as I mentioned, the intentionality of, uh, and again, I, I would say because of the way you just shared that story, the Holy Spirit's intentionality, right? Um, yeah. Of, of here's what I'm going to download into you, um, and I'm the one giving you your breath, you know, because the Holy Spirit's our breath, and then your breath comes back out with God's words and praises and response back to him. And so I, I've, I don't know, I've been very myself, in tune with that relationship we have with God. And I find that the best things happen when we're just basically letting him take over, which is a little yeah. bit what like you're sharing here. So, yeah. yeah. So what is yeah. the mess, what now that you have recorded the song and it's being released as a single, what does the song mean to you personally or the message of it? Yeah. Um, well, I think a lot of it is, I mean, the obvious um, first step would be that it's stuff that I've drawn out of out of uh, Psalm 23 about the Lord being my shepherd, and yep. kind of tying into this journey that I have of He makes me lie down in green pastures. And mm-hmm. for so much of my life, I've been trying so hard um, to be cool and to make things work and to be kind of awesome. <laughs> and um, I think that stems from a lot of childhood stuff. Um, you know, kind of, a, a lot of people grow up feeling like, okay, just a, a perfectionist kind of attitude that that um, they're looking 
for their place in this world by other people saying that they're good at things or praising them for accomplishments, sports, you know, whatever it is, right? Um, and I definitely see that in my life. Um, and so as I grow into adulthood, you know, just, just trying so hard, even in my walk with God at times, just trying so hard to get it right and be the right person and do the band right and sing good and and everything. And it's very overwhelming. And in the midst of that, the last couple of years, God's begun to do a work in me of, of helping me see what Psalm 23 is about, about the Lord giving us rest. And for me, starting to take a day every week where I don't work and I don't worry and I just trust God and spend time in worship and rest. And it's been so healing for me. It's crazy. There's just been this healing starting to take place in my heart where I don't feel like I'm trying too hard anymore. And sometimes, yes, but I'm light years ahead. And um, I'm starting to actually trust God and realize that there's a God. He's good. He made the world, but I'm not him. (laughs) I'm not God. He's God. I'm not. And I have to trust him with my life. And I have to do my thing, yes. But there's this element of rest and trust and, and it ties in a lot to Philippians where he said, I found the secret of contentment. Mm. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And he's talking about you can be content <laughs> through Christ who strengthens you in context. I'm not saying you can't win football games through Christ or make a million dollars. But um, but what he's talking about is contentment and finding that whether in little and much and when I'm awesome, I can be content. Yes, when I write a great song that's on the radio, yes, I can be content. But also when I don't write a great song, or I have a bad day, or whatever happens, I can I can learn to be content in Christ. So, so it's a lot to do with rest and the healing that God's brought through that. And that's kind of the transition to the Isaiah part, which is my favorite passage in Scripture, Isaiah 61. It's a yeah. passage that Jesus stood up and quoted. And he's just talking about how he is anointed to bring good news and to mend the brokenhearted and to proclaim sight for blind eyes and freedom for the captives and to say that they're oaks of righteousness and beauty for ashes. And I just see Jesus standing there saying that and saying that over me. And, and through this process, I've felt it didn't happen in a moment. And I would say it's not complete, but a lot of the baggage that I carried from childhood, from adolescence, and even from my adult life of, of this brokenheartedness, like God has begun a healing work in me through his touch and through his spirit. And, and so, you know, a lot of that chorus is, you know, my heart is slowly unbreaking with your touch. You remake me just super simple. You're forever the one who saves me. And that's what it feels like. Super simple, super straightforward. He's, he's doing Isaiah 61 to me. He's mending my broken heart. He's giving me freedom. He's giving me rest. He's remaking me. And, uh, yeah. Then I threw in a little Jeremiah 29 on the bridge there, but uh, all my guys said to add one more number on it was just excessive, so I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) My original idea was 61, 23, Uh 29. Nice. But everyone was like, that is is too confusing. It would have spoken my language as a as a biblical song devotional writer, but yes, that's cool. That's we'll we'll just I'll just unpack the code myself in uh, <laughs> in putting. I figured people together. Yeah, 
Well, so yeah. just so you know, so this morning, so this is this is how you know it's God's timing on which day we're talking. So my family are listening to, so I have a wife of uh, over 20 years and three daughters who are 17, 13, and 11. And okay. we have every day since January 1st been listening through the Bible on audio. Uh, okay. Like a dramatic reading uh, of the Bible. And yeah. so as it happens... Today, <laughs> the Psalm 23. Um, oh my gosh, that is because so that's, yeah, because that's exactly where we are in Scripture right now. And we were listening to the actor who plays David, and he's the same voice that was David in the previous accounts we had of David. And interestingly, we noticed because when we listen to this actor in the Bible, um, he would be young David voice, and then he'd be the same actor, but he'd be older David voice. And as we listen through the Psalms, Psalm 23 is older David voice. So, and I hadn't really thought about that, honestly, until this morning, um, where this idea that a lot of what he's trying to impart to us, just like how Solomon is in Ecclesiastes, is this wisdom that God has given him after having made mistakes, right? Right. So, so, you know, obviously you have that, like, that youthful exuberance and like this, uh, this idea of what kind of a follower of Jesus you're going to be. And then you're really, you kind of know you mess up and inevitably you're going to make mistakes. And then we beat ourselves up and then we think it's about our circumstances. And as you said, in Philippians, we know we can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We know from Jeremiah 29, 11, the plans he has for us. We know from Romans 8, 28, you know, through all things, he, he's working those for together for the good of those who love them. Right, yeah. And I feel like these Old Testament pictures of faithfulness are even more inspiring because they didn't know Jesus yet. <laughs> so, right. So we've got the benefit of, of the Savior who came and did it on our behalf that what we couldn't do for ourselves. They didn't know that yet. They just had a hope of that. Mm. And, and so for me, when I read that with that context, or if I hear it like I did this morning, this older voice of David reflecting, you know, he's actually about to walk through that valley of the shadow of, dark, of death. Mm. And he's not afraid um, right. because he trusts in this God he knows is there, uh, who mm. he's never seen, but he's this man after God's own heart. His whole pursuit of God has been based on faith. And mm. if you don't mind, I'm kind of talking out loud because this is an audio recording that I later type up. Um, I don't. I'm going to take people a little bit on this idea of, because Isaiah, by the way, is my favorite book of the Bible. Uh, my life verse is actually Isaiah 6, 8, uh, and it's why I do these devotionals, you know, and the Lord said, who, who will go for us? Who, who can I send? And I said, here I am. Mm. And, you know, and like you said, in Isaiah 61, which Jesus uh, reads, um, we also know that's about his first coming, and then it's also about his second coming. And so for me, I'm just so grateful to have all of this in my head now as well, because I didn't yeah. until I was 29 years old, just, you know, I got saved when I was 29. Um, and I credit Christian music for leading me to Christ. That, it was actually oh, that's so cool. Jars of Clay record. And it was when my wife was pregnant with my first daughter. And that's why we're now talking. Um, so when I hear... <laughs> scripture being creatively interpreted and mm. pieced together in an encouraging way 
that we can now pass on. You, you're passing on, and I'm going to help try to help further pass on uh, to people to understand their um, role in that, so to speak, but also the yeah. encouragement of what those scriptures mean. You know, I so where I want to go with it is that Abraham is also an Old Testament picture of a guy who the Lord said, pick up and go here, mm. and did, not knowing where he was going. And by right. all accounts, Abraham was extremely successful. He was one of the wealthiest people. Um, he had all, he had like a whole army that served him. He had all these possessions, and yet he dropped everything and lived in a tent. And, and left, left prosperity um, to pursue faithfulness. And then again, he also was faithful when God said, sacrifice your one and only son, and mm. he's willing to do that. Um, we then hear he's a friend of God, and we, we hear this in the New Testament in both Hebrews and James, and he's called a friend of God because of his righteousness and, and mm. faithfulness. Credited. His faith was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. And I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Like, I'm being told <laughs> yeah. in the Bible that you want to be a man after God's own heart, follow some of David's example. You want to be a friend of God, follow Abraham's example. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Cool. So, so anyhow, I feel like you're doing some of that same thing here. And again, I, as you shared at the beginning, this wasn't even really your intentional idea per se. It was more your um, obedience is what I would say. Uh, yeah. And I think that's the lesson of the song in my opinion, mm. if that sounds cool to you. Yeah, totally. Totally. And I think it was in some ways, um, you know, I love so many of Paul's prayers that are saying, open my eyes, you know, open yeah. my understanding to know you more. And, I think if anything, my role in all of this was having the wherewithal to actually take the time to review, okay, what is God doing in my life? And, and go back through the songs and, and really hear, oh, wow, okay, this, this out of 300 and whatever demos, like, okay, this one, I can, I can see that the people can relate to this. And, and then going in and purposely doing tweaks to, to accentuate the, you know, like with a little chisel, like taking a chisel to the song and accentuating the, the parts that, that did feel very like God moments and, and pulling the scriptures out of those. And so, yeah, so if anything, that my role was just like, I'm thankful that God allowed me to see that and kind of bring it out. Awesome. I agree. And I think that's so much of what these biblical pictures of obedience are, right? Uh, Paul, same thing, right? His, he, was, he was a persecutor of Christians. Um, and, and Jesus meets him on the road to Damascus and says, Hey, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) And and then he, and then he becomes this zealous, um, evangelist, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if people like that can be that radically changed, um, Mm. none of us can be too far, um, from God's reach. And, and so I love, um, an upbeat, uh, contemporary pop record, which is is not being made as much as it should, uh, in my opinion, um, by a believer uh, with biblical messages that are not, and I'll just say it this way, corny um, or right. a little bit contrived or forced, uh, but are instead um, an outflowing 
of, of your worldview, um, mm-hmm. I'm all in. That's my, that's it. That's my uh-huh. only reason I do this. So, yeah. so yeah, so let's, as I, after I post this one, let's circle back and talk again, you know, as the spirit leads you and me on, on this journey of telling the story of the record. Um, that's my context. You know, it from the two previous ones we've done together. Uh, and, and that's what I'm doing for every artist I'm serving. I mean, I've served, I don't even know the number of artists, but once I'm, you know, in the 800s, obviously that's virtually everybody who's made a faith-based song. <laughs> yeah. in Christian that's music so and cool. Um, that's so cool. So I have uh, this kind of conversation with, with a lot of different people, and I love hearing somebody like yourself who is not focused on, in this case, um, the business side of it, you're instead, in this case, focused on the ministry side of it. And, and so for me, that's the same reason I'm doing this. And uh, yeah, great to partner with you in that regard. Yeah, totally. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. And it was, it's interesting because just like even sitting here, I feel like uh, I feel like I just listened to like a sermon or something, like in a good way. Um, mm. Like I normally get up and listen to podcasts and uh, listen to like a half of one this morning. And then I was mm. like, I got this interview. And I'm just sitting here, like, with my headphones in, and I'm like, I feel like I'm just listening to an awesome podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you so, say that, because I've had a lot of people say that to me over the years. And and that's all God, honestly. I mean, he's put all these different biblical devotional thoughts in my head, and they just kind of yeah. come out, right? Um, and this is a podcast, by the way. We actually are recording on my podcast channel. So the, oh, way, really? I so cool. to, the way I get this interview is I listen to it in my headphones, in my private podcast channel. Um, and I've had people say to me, well, you should just make this a public podcast and just, yeah, that's what broadcast, I was just about broadcast literally about to that. <laughs> so, so we're talking about it because I think people do seem to less be readers than they used to be. Um, right. And virtually everything we just talked about, I'm just going to transcribe into written form. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm open to just sending this same audio. Well, if you, if you, SoundCloud. uh, if you do this with a podcast, just make sure to let me know, and I'll go ahead and post a link to it from all of our socials. Cause, okay. I mean, I think people that are really into it, you know, they appreciate the personality of just, like, hearing someone's, like, voice and everything like that. So. Yeah, agreed. And, and you saying it and, and you being um, more than one person who has said it to me is sort of affirming to me that it is something we should consider because it is such a – popular medium it is for me i mean i have many podcasts yeah. daily yeah um so hey why not why not have what i've been doing for all these years uh fall into that same realm uh, yeah well. so and it wouldn't be to say to person. stop <laughs> stop doing the other one because yeah. i think they're both good you know but like if you have the audio it's just a very different art form i think when you write like you have to have this certain flavor to your the way you come at it um, you know what I mean? Like you, you develop a distinctive writing voice and then people connect to that. Like, um, but it's less like word for word. It's more like your flavor of writing and that's why people like it. Right. So anyway, that's but, well, thank you cool. for that, yeah. that encouragement because I actually have been a little bit praying about that as well. And we actually talked about it in one of our editorial meetings recently. So, um, you know, perhaps that is God's plan for us as well. So I will, uh, I will let you know. All right. Thanks, man. Awesome, David. Well, have a great weekend, and I'll let you know when this is live in the next few weeks, and then uh, I'm sure we'll be chatting again at some point. All right. Thanks, Kevin.
All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.